Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning to you, Alan, and can I start by congratulating Southeast Radio on its huge increase in audience figures for morning mix. You're obviously keeping it very relevant, so well done on that, and good morning to all of your listeners. Well, uh, I'll return the compliment by saying the councillors have been playing an active part in connecting with the programme as well, and long may that continue. Um, on all aspects, good or bad, we'd like to hear from them. You say you were in the wars again recently after finding out that not only are disabled people in Wexford suffering long waiting lists for vital home improvements, but funding from central government to clear our waiting lists has been sent back. This is an incredible story, Jim. What's been happening? Yes, Alan. Well, I'm very much taken back and I'm I'm very annoyed about this. Um, I I know of lots of people very much in need of alterations to their home um, because of disabled disabled family members. But just to, to get down to it, in 2020, there was an allocation of 481,000 uh, to Wexford County Council, but we only spent 231 and returned 249, just short of quarter quarter of a million we returned to central government. In this year, the allocation was increased to shorten the waiting lists it was 846,000, nearly 847, and we spent 466, uh, leaving 380 unspent. That also is to be returned to central government. So what we're looking at in the last two years is 630,000 returned to central government. These, you know, these are very vulnerable people in need of adoption, showers, toilets, wheelchair ramps, stair lifts, whatever. And I find this most frustrating, Alan, because a form comes out to people where the doctor decides whether you're either a one, two or three case. And, you know, if you're a one, you would nearly, nearly need to be dying. If you're a two, you wait 18 months. And if you're a tree, it's just a wish list that'll never happen. But really, I think we should be we should be spending this money right. in Wexford, and I implore the government to leave this money with us. I can understand how it was difficult for the council to get into the houses during COVID, but to send back over six hundred and thirty thousand is absolutely crazy i think and I'm, I'm i'm very very annoyed about it you know i deal with some very very sad cases i i know of people and particularly during lockdown you can only imagine how absolutely difficult it must have been i know of cases where prior to lockdown people were traveling to a sibling's house to be washed you know for all sorts of reasons mm. And this money has been returned, so right. that's not good enough to my mind. Well, of course, we will ask Wexford County Council for an update on this. How do you access these figures, Jim? Can you stand over these figures? I can stand over those figures, Alan. I can stand over those figures. I, 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 I try to ask uh, the right questions when the opportunity arrives. So you actually, have you got written proof of these figures, Jim? I have. You have? I certainly have. All right, and again, you are making allowance for the fact that some of the money may not have been spent because of COVID times and uh, inability to access the houses. Do you accept that as a possibility? Oh, no, I, I, I do, of course. I do, of course, but I've been, I, I'm pleading with the government to leave the money here. Don't take it back, because that money won't be got again. Can you just clarify something for me? If the money is not spent within the calendar year, does it then have to be returned? Is that the position, or can you shed some light? Well, that's as, it, yeah, that's as, it. Yeah. and as I say, 2020's money 
has already gone back and 2021 has either gone back or on the way back but we're finished spending we're finished spending for this year and the combined amount is 630,000 now during a housing crisis you know during a time when a great lot of people are in a great lot of need that's a hell of a lot of money to be sending back and I, it's not good enough, and mm. I, demand, I demand that we use that money here. There are a number of things that need to be done to, to utilise the money. What do you think is the solution to it then, Jim? Well, I think the government... Now, I don't know how um, the government would fare with that quarter of a million that went back from 2020 already, but I would ask the government to extend uh, extend the date to which they, they need to take this back. I, what I ask them to do is leave us with us until we spend it. It, it hasn't been the typical year. Um, it has been difficult for people to, to do the work in the houses. And I want the money to remain in Wexford. Like I've seen some of the comments on your social media page, like from, from people who, who reacted to it, they said, um, it could take up to three years to get my doors and windows replaced. My windows are falling out. That's just one comment that has come in. I take it you're getting quite a lot of reaction for this. Well, Alan, if we're being as particular as we're being about how we're spending this money, as I say, if it's a one, two, three uh, and and if you're a two two to eighteen months waiting list, and if it's a three, you're never going to get it. When we're being as particular as this, and as difficult to get it over the line, did you get permission to do this work? Well, then it's very hard for people right. to take it when they find out that nearly three quarters of a million of the funding to do this work has been sent back. So I, I, I do have great sympathy with them okay. because I know people who brought the forms for the, the disabled persons grant to their doctors and they've you know, pleaded with them to try to get to be a number one yeah. and sometimes it's a number two and sometimes it's a number one but you have to be in a very bad state of affairs I understand to, to well, get to be a number one What is the definitive call from you on this issue? We get the, My call the... this morning is that central government leaves that money with us to work down the waiting list hmm. leave the money in Wexford do not take it back, it's not a typical year Finally, an update uh, on an area that I know you've been engaged with as well. We've had a lot of discussion about it, the lack of ICU beds uh, because of the COVID situation we're now currently in. You've done some research on hospital stats for me. What have you come up with when it comes to beds? Yeah, thanks very much, Alan, for giving me the opportunity to talk about this. Look, there's an elephant in the room here that needs to be spoken about, and it's this, that in 1980, there was nine beds per thousand of population. And... In 2018, there's three beds per thousand. Now, that's a loss of two-thirds of the hospital beds. Those figures come from the World Bank and the HSE data. And, you know, in 2009, um, and and to put this into context, there's a lot of people out there with underlying problems, older people that are very, very frightened. And they have reason to be, sadly. In, in, In 2009, the review of the adult critical care services in the Republic of Ireland said that we need 579 ICU beds. And this was long ever before uh, COVID was heard of, you know, long ever before. And what we have today in adult ICU beds is 297. But to put this into further context, a sufficiently staffed ICU bed requires five to six nurses to provide direct care 24-7. And registered nurses require six months training to become intensive care 
nurses. So, you know, it's one-to-one in, in intensive care and one-to-two in the high-dependence yeah. high beds. Right. But I, I, mentioned, I mentioned this before, but in, in, in 2001, there were 22,658 hospital beds. And in 2021, there's 14,213. Now, COVID has just highlighted the weakness, the weakness here. Um, in that 20 years, our population grew by 1 million, 25%. Our health system, Alan, was always going to be overrun. And, you know, it's a sad thing to say, but this is not the time to be dealing with it. This should have been dealt with decades ago. Everybody knew this. People were sleeping on beds every winter long before, long before this crisis happened. And I think it's time we have to deal with the reality of those figures. I mean, a, a, a fall like that uh, has a profound, has had a profound impact uh, on hospital beds. And, you know, everybody knows that, that that crisis was there. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.